If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. For as little as $1 per month, you'll gain exclusive access to the Loud Pipes after show, The Downshift, as well as other content and sneak peeks available only to our supporters. Better yet, come ride with us. Step up to $5 a month and receive an invitation to the monthly video hangout and the Riders of Loud Pipes private social network. Hang out in the clubhouse with other riders, chat with us on show topics, and so much more. Loudpipes.net slash donate. It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from R-Dub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Loud Pipes, episode 84. We got to catch up with John, who's been just a riding fool lately. And we'll be announcing the rules and format for the second annual Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge. All right, let's bring in the fellas, because I cannot or will not or shall not do this alone. Mr. Hogan, how are you? Hey, hey, good, 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 good. I thought we were going to get another wind-up. <laughs> uh, how you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, doing all right. You got a beverage, my man? I am. I am drinking another Imperial, my friend. Imperial gets called up from the miners. That's right. And is it canned? It is in a can, my brother. It is in a can. No dramatic opening? Are you already into it? I'm I'm already into it. So sorry. <laughs> you you won't get to hear the psh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Mr. Miracle, you riding fool you. How are you? Man, I'm wonderful. Been a great weekend this past weekend. Quite a few miles logged. Met one of our listeners. Very nice. Yeah, Mr. Dave Shoup, previous contest winner, and glad you got to spend some time with him. Oh, yeah. Great time. Yeah, and I want to I want to thank you for your help last week with the boys. That was a, a fun episode, and I hope others enjoyed it as much as we did. Man, I hope so. It was, it was a good time. It was fun chatting with them, Scott, with, with those little ones. Yeah, it was neat. It was neat the way it came together. So, you have a beverage? Yeah, I'm having one of my uh, new Belgium Day Blazers again. I look at you. Very nice. Bottle can. Can. And? and? Well, sorry. Oh. I'm drinking it. <laughs> sorry. I'm so <laughs> slow. You guys are half in a bag before I get the mics fired up. Well, you know. So, so it, was all you- that, it was all that talking before the show that uh, had me crack it open. I guess that 45 minute pre show. Dang. Right? You drink some more of that red wine? I am so, so happy to report that I am back in the saddle again. Yeah, baby. And I'm going to... What's that? Did you get a clean health report finally? I did, and I'm going to put down an over-the-edge American IPA from the Unknown Brewing Company. In a can. What? Oh, man. That's awesome. Mm. No messing around for this guy. That's the first taste of beer in like 28 days. (laughs) Now that I'm counting. Eight days, eight hours, 15 minutes, (laughs) 23 seconds to be exact. (laughs) 
Five milliseconds. Oh, that is good too. Uh, I bet you. Oh, probably not the place you want to start, you know, with a heavy hopped IPA, but that's good. I've not had that one before. Uh, you ain't messing around, I see. That's not. We go go right to the house. That's right. All right, fellas, let's motor on to our new topic. Now, someday I will get John to ride that bike so he can enjoy that sound. But tell us, how many miles did you put on the spider? I remembered after I got back that... I said, well, this past weekend I did 726 miles. Dang. But, the, but hang on. But then I realized that there was another 200 <laughs> missing off that, <laughs> 250 or so, because I had to take a little ride down to Charlotte to pick up some swag from Mr. Warfield. That's right. We had a nice little lunch ride last Thursday, didn't we? No, last Friday. It was Friday? Dang, I'm losing days. Yes, it was last Friday. Was last last Friday. Friday. I got up, sent a message to you about maybe meeting up, and you're like, which, since I had the day off, you're like, well, come down and have lunch. You could come to Charlotte, you know. So we met in uh, Harrisburg, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, in that vicinity. What was it? The uh, Five Guys. 55 Burgers? Oh, yeah, Highway 55. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Micah came over and hung out and we had lunch and it was a beautiful day to ride. Oh yeah, it was nice. And that was, don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. And that was after Micah and I went to Tutopia the day before to look at some, some cool, uh, you know, European bikes. It's pretty neat. So overall the weekend turned out as I looked in each sleep ride was 975 miles by the time I got back, uh, Tuesday midday. Dang. It's almost another grand. Look at this guy. I know. He's an animal. Like a little miniature one with short arms. Like a T-Rex. <laughs> Tearing it up. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Sean. On that count, I'm a little... I think it's like 250 more miles and I'll have 13,000 on it. Before the year and the year anniversary, I looked at the paperwork tonight before the show. But mm. on May eighteenth, that's when you picked it up. That's when I bought it. Wow! So yeah, we were we were giddy enough saying that you were at almost twelve thousand on the last show, but it's going to be thirteen, maybe fourteen before the year. I don't think I don't know. I don't know if it's going to hit fourteen. What? 15, thirteen, fourteen? Do we hear fifteen? Do we hear fifteen? Sixteen. Give me sixteen. No. He's also an auctioneer, folks. Yeah, find him at Week Road Suave. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so where did you go? Where did you guys end up going out there? So this was the Outer Banks Bike Week. Is that the official name of it? Yeah, it's Outer Banks Bike Week. Um, so I got there... Dave got in, uh, met Dave from uh, uh, our listener, and uh, with him about 1 o'clock on uh, Sunday. Uh, then we went 
dropped off stuff at, uh, he let me crash at his aunt's uh, camper. So I appreciate that again. Yeah, got to sleep on a, you know, on the camper. And uh, that was pretty cool. Hang out with him. And we uh, went to the Outer Banks uh, bike, uh, Harley Davidson dealership is where we went on Sunday afternoon. And the sad part was the whole weekend, it was like Sunday, it was like raining on and off. So when we got to, to the Harley dealership, a lot of stuff closed. Like uh, we're shutting down. Uh, people were not much going on. Gotcha. So this was Sunday, the 23rd. Yes. 23rd. Okay. And you stayed through Tuesday, you said, right? I pulled out Tuesday morning. Um, and, and the whole time it was dealing with the weather because as you know, it was a freaking monsoon. A, a front came over, a rainstorm came through, and it just like hung over North Carolina for like three days. Yeah, I had the fans and dehumidifiers on full tilt over here. <laughs> Keep things dry. So we, so I made it out there without with a little bit of sprinkle, not much rain, not like a heavy downpour. It's a little bit of a little dampness coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, the wind was blowing freaking crazy. Uh, as I cross over the sounds and the rivers and the intercoastal waterways, the waves were just moving. So, you know, it was pretty windy. Oh, so this, this rolls on until the 30th, I see. Yep. Yep. So it ends this weekend. So, John, are you starting to get a little bit more comfortable with riding in the wind and rain and on the highway? <laughs> hope so. I hope so. Yeah, right? just a little bit. And <laughs> the sad thing I'm going to say is every time I ride in the wind, I think it's worse than the worst I've ever been in. <laughs> Each time is the worst ever. Yeah, it's like keeps ramping up. And I'm like, oh, this isn't that high for the rain or wind. It shouldn't be bad. And I start riding. It's like, oh my God. I think this is worse than when I went like two weeks ago to the mountains. Because I literally felt like moving around. Like it was nice, which was already worse than our crazy Florida trip. Yeah. Um, I know uh, we went to a pier on Monday afternoon and the waves were at eight feet coming in. Oh, wow. So no surfing or good surfing. <laughs> it would have been good nice. surfing. Nobody was out there. Um, so, so what's really cool, and Dave has some uh, pictures of this that are sent them to me. I'll have to put up. And I haven't told you guys this. So, we show up at dealership. Dave gets a beverage. I'm sitting there, and this guy comes up to me and says, oh, looks at my check. He says, that must have pretty good piping and reflective. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, got a lot. And then he started talking to me about how his, his wife has a spider. Hmm. And starts to talk about all the lights and all the lights he's put on it and how he's replaced reflectors, like on the, uh, yeah. the wheel wells and on Good the back. Lights. And put um, lights in there, LED lights on them. Nice. So that's cool. So talk to him for a few minutes and tell me where he got it from, and which is um, Custom Dynamic, which is in about an hour from me. So I think I'll be paying them a visit. Very nice. And then a, uh, a sales lady, uh, Sam, that works at the Virginia Beach Harley Davidson dealership. Was down there helping out the Outer Banks dealership. Comes over and starts talking about the spider because she's never seen one. T- want to talk to somebody about it, so got to chat with her. So we have pictures of like people. Just Dave has picture of like two people like just chatting with me. 
I'll repeat what Rico said two episodes ago. John is kind of a big deal. <laughs> That's awesome. What was the count on thumbs up with the spider versus uh, Dave's hammer, victory hammer? I don't know. I we really didn't keep count. I think I got a couple. Oh, oh you, you only ribbed me on that stuff, huh? Okay. We didn't get for well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Rico. How are you, buddy? You still Doing there? Good. Good. good, man. Still good. Go ahead. John. I was I was thanking my masseuse for an awesome but uh, massage this evening. So, all right. I was a little preoccupied. So. What else did we do? We went uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. We went up to uh, Corolla to see the Curatuck Lighthouse. Got a couple of pictures up there. Uh, then went out and had dinner at um, Jolly Rogers. Had awesome ribs and shrimp. Nice. They had a special of half a pound of shrimp, boiled shrimp, half a rack of ribs, fries, and coleslaw for fifteen ninety nine. Not bad. No. And we and the funny thing is the lady didn't bring us our coleslaw. And at the end she brings it, we're like, no, we don't want it. And she's like, what, what, what? I said, we don't want it because we're like stuffed. I'm full. Yep. Well, that's like when you and I went out to uh the pick and pig. Yeah. It's like, geez, she's like, You want dessert? I'm like, oh dear God, no. <laughs> no. Right. Uh and then we hung out at the cat at the camper. Freaking wakes up at six o'clock in the morning. It just starts pouring. Oh, we're like, oh great. So now I'm looking at the Fort Weather radar. I'm like, the storm's moving kind of weird. Well, the storm it actually was like a hurricane because if you looked at the clouds, they were rotating from the coast towards inland. Yeah, and our our weather doesn't usually come that way, so it was more rotating like a hurricane. It was, and it was kind of moving northwest as well. So it's kind of like it was, it was a weird storm. Yeah, it's not typical. Yeah, and I think there was like two fronts fighting with each other. Um, so we get up. So kind of Outer Banks Bike Week, unlike I think of like Daytona, where it's like vendors mm-hmm. all out. Spring not so break. much. Not so much at not not so much at Outer Banks. Like I think. As Dave told me, most stuff happens on the weekends. During a week, it's pretty dead, which it was. Yeah. Uh, the only thing they had going on, per se, on during the week was the hog group were doing rides. Oh, okay. So we go over to the dealership. Dave knew one of the guys that was leading because of acquaintance of somebody else. And he says, yeah, we're not riding. It, the forecast is too much rain, so we're not going to run it. So Dave and I went down to, took uh, NC-12 down to Bodie Island to the lighthouse and then went down to Hatteras and almost all the way to the ferry at the end of Hatteras. And we got rained on just after lunch and it freaking poured on us. So it was like Uh, a trip of rain then, sounds like. How long did the rain last? 10 minutes. That's it? That's not bad. That was no rain. We missed so much rain because there were spots we'd come through mm-hmm. and that we would not have any rain. Like you could see rain that had just came through on the, sto- on the road where the road was wet. Right. But very little rain. And we had to go across a scary thing was there's a makeshift island going on to, I think it's called P Island. There's a <laughs> where. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I got a P Island. 
It's my four-year-old inside voice. Right. The inside joke. Um, where when a hurricane, hurricanes came through, it's kind of cut through and washed out the road. So they're building a new bridge. And this bridge, this little makeshift bridge had like a, a metal, was a metal with mm-hmm. like maybe two foot by two foot squares. So going across that was pretty, Dave was nervous going across it on his hammer. Mm. Um, just because it's wet, it could be wet, you could slip, you know. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. But they're building some new bridges out there, pretty big bridges they're working on. So how you said you went to see at least one lighthouse. How many or how many lighthouses did you get, I should say, first? Three lighthouses. We went to Currituck, Bodie Island, Lighthouse, and Hatters. Okay. Cool. Saw a few pictures. That was nice. Yeah, it was it was a pretty cool time. Um you know, then we uh, that was Monday. We got back, a little rain. We got back. Uh, then we, um, hung out for a few minutes, a little bit. And then we went and grabbed some dinner at a local, uh, dive bar. And then we went over to a pier, went out on the edge of a pier. So, and then Tuesday morning I got up, it was raining. It stopped. <laughs> By the time I left at about 8.30, it stopped. Yeah. Eight o'clock, I think it stopped. I should say, packed up my stuff, and I hit the road by nine, and I was home, and I missed like a whole rainstorm because, like here in Raleigh, they're talking about rain, and it, I missed everything, so I got lucky. Were they doing any demo rides down there? I know you said the Hog Group was organizing daily rides and things like that, but were there any? Was Harley or anybody doing demo rides at the Outer Banks Harley Davidson dealership? They had demo rides, and also um, I think the factory. Uh, Harley's factory trailer was at the Naghead dealership, which they're about okay ten miles apart from each other, and uh, so they they were doing that. But I texted with Dave on Tuesday, and they canceled the Hog ride on Tuesday, and there was no demo rides from the fleet trailer either. Uh just Tuesday. a washout. Yeah, but hopefully. I haven't talked to them since, but hopefully, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, they did some stuff. So, right. yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool trip. It was, it was, I think next year, if I decide to go, I'll try push it more towards a weekend to hopefully there's more events or something going on. But it's a pretty cool little ride. It was a four-hour ride for me to go over there. Pretty nice interstate because once I got outside of Raleigh, uh, it was pretty much, you know, 70 miles an hour the whole way. Nice. So not quite interstate, but not quite side roads either. Somewhere yeah. in the middle. Yep. Nice. You, Rico, you ever been out to Outer Banks area at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never been. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. I went out there to test drive the, the Tesla. Oh, you did that out there? Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's when they were, you know, first introducing it out here in Charlotte. So me and the wife, we took a ride out there, test drove the, what was it? P eighty five, at the time probably yeah. at the time yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, and loved it, loved it. Very Gotta nice. make another trip down there. Yeah, and it's if it's that close to you, John, then that's that's a weekend thing that we can do. Come up to your house, and then we can scoot out there for even a day ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scoot out, get some of that beer that Mike is raving about at uh, wasn't even that place, the station. I don't know where it was. Was it Wood, Wood something station? I can't remember what it was called, but. 
He threw it in out there. I'll have to look it up. We'll have to check it out. All right, cool. So any other highlights out there? Any other cool riding you did or any other good sites that you want to share? No, that's 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 pretty much it. I think that's a lot of it. So, so three days, thousand miles, that, that sounds like a trip to me. Right. That's what we did. I'm sad that I'm 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 missing all of this uh action here with John. Yeah, because well, you know you're gonna show up now and it's gonna be like, oh, now yeah. I gotta work. Oh, I'm you know, tired. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I got go. saddle sores or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bikes in the shop. <laughs> right. We are go, man. All right. That's the spirit. Cool. Well, anything else on that, Rico? Before we shift over to the podcasters challenge. No, that's. Let's challenge it up. Challenge it up. All right. Well, I don't have a sound effect or anything, but I see Natalie just sent another draft copy of the logo, and that looks awesome. Do you like it? Yeah. Let me check that out. Yeah. Look in our, our Loud Pipes channel there on Slack. It's pretty cool. Oh, man. She did do a good job on that. Yeah. She she nails it. Every time I give her, just to brag on John's wife, Natalie, a little bit, I just give her an idea. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about this. And she delivers it every time. All right. So the second, second, yes, yeah, second annual Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge. So this will be our edition for 2017. And we had some good feedback last year, both from participants and from just observers, you know, people that listen to the shows. Um, Zion from one, you know, one of our first five riders, he gave us a lot of good feedback and we, we sort of tor- turned the format of the challenge on its ear, if you will. So we, our charter last year was, we were just trying to get people to ride more often. That was the goal was to get people out riding more often. And I think we'd all have to agree that that happened because the winners of the challenge rode daily and they rode a lot and they they racked up the most points so so hats off to them you know i can't take anything away from that but the feedback that we got was that it just wasn't all that exciting you know it's just and and even kevin who won he even admitted he's like yeah it was kind of boring just riding on the highway so we took all that feedback in and decided let's make it more like a scavenger hunt so the basic idea is it's like an an alphabet scavenger hunt and the destinations are going to be municipalities. And we'll get into the, the details here in a minute. But before we get into the challenge, I want to also mention that some other feedback we got was that listeners of our particular show kind of tired of you know hearing of the challenge with some of the feedback we got. So what we decided we'd do is we're going to split it off into its own show. So starting in the next couple of weeks, you know, I would say it's maybe somewhere around the middle of May, we're going to launch a podcast dedicated to the challenge. And that's where all of the challenge detail will be. We'll get into all the nitty gritty of the rules. We'll talk about the events. We, you know, we may have a sponsor lined up, things like that. So everything challenge related is going to be in another show. What we'll continue to do in our show is we'll just talk about our experience. You know, what are we doing for the week? Where did we ride? We'll talk about the fun that we've had in our experience, but the minutia, if you will, of the challenge is going into another show. Yeah. And I think also, I think the, our talk should be short as well. I think that's what we decided to maybe like a little short segment, 10 minutes segment. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a quick little update 
on what we've done. And like I said, for more, there'll be another place where you'll get as much as you can stand. (laughs) Right. Good idea, Hogan. You on board with that? No, that's that's awesome. I can't wait to participate this time around. Yeah. So should we start with the dates, John? Since uh, Yeah, we can start with the dates. So the challenge will be three weeks. We're going to start on June, Wednesday, June 21st, and end on Wednesday, July 12th. So that should be a pretty cool date yep. to, to hit everybody, I hope. Yeah, and the reasoning for that is we try to stay away from starting on the weekends. So this gives everyone uh, a full weekend in between, you know, in between sessions to get all the, all the letters done, get your bonus points and things like that. So that was the idea of starting on Wednesday is, you know, the, the items of the week come out on Wednesday. You kind of prepare and get to it. You have all weekend. And up until the following Wednesday to submit uh, for points for that particular week. Right. And the challenge will be open to all motorcycle theme podcasts. And we have requested that teams must sign up by the deadline of May 31st that wish to be part of this. Correct. Um, to go on, the team will be limited to three riders per team. Mm-hmm. Only one team per motorcycle theme podcast. Um, and the team must be part of the members of the team must be part of the on-air talent. Uh, if on-air talent does not want to be part of it, they can be excluded. Rico, he called us talent. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. That's kinky. <laughs> and then any members of the team in the challenge can join the live recording of the motorcycle podcasters challenge podcast so i want tonight people can join shoot you know we'll, we'll get that all worked out yeah yeah that'll be the other thing is there'll be a you know live recording of each week of each week's podcast if that's what i'm trying to say so it'll be like the announcement of the letters which we'll get to in a second and any you know any updates from the prior week let's see so one thing let's take a, a half step back john let's talk about the key changes or the key differences between this challenge and the inaugural. Okay. So one of the big keys challenges or changes that we got was um, using the Eat Sleep Ride app. We loved the fact that ESR came to the plate, helped us out, but there were some technical difficulties with stuff tracking, getting data. So we're going to take the app out of the picture. There will also be no daily mileage tracking. Uh, we got feedback as well as people could keep track of the mileage and see what they had to do for the week. So it's more a hidden for the week of what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, and since it's a scavenger hunt, then you know the, the focus is shifting from, you know, if you think of it from a charter perspective, our original charter was to get people to ride every day. The charter now is more worded like the idea is to ride somewhere and make the riding more enjoyable. So let's give people a destination. Let's make it fun. Let's put a little strategy into it. And we're going to involve the listeners, too, which we'll get to in a moment. The other thing is, like you mentioned on bonus, there's no miles. Who can ride the most miles, as I'll put it. But you'll get bonus points on who gets most miles in a week. Right. And then uh, we'll be a weekly submission for for full points instead of the daily. Uh, We are going to have a non-member of the challenge be the admin. And as you said, it's going to be an alphabet scavenger hunt. Yep. Yeah. So that's the idea. And 
I'll jump ahead a little bit, but the way you're going to earn points this go around is, well, we should probably start with the drawing first, huh? Because <laughs> I'm going to get ahead of myself. Yep. Cool. <laughs> All right. So I'll let you skip down to number four on the rules section, John. So each week during a drawing, the admin will use a bingo type wheel that contains letters of the alphabet on each ball and will be excluding the letters Q and X. And this is. People are probably saying, why? Well, there's not many cities in the United States that start with Q and X that are easy to get to. So, yeah. to make it fair to everybody, we're pulling those out. And good research on your part for that. Yeah. The admin will draw six balls, and those letters will be removed from a wheel. She's going to be busy with balls. Going to have a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. All right. So, after the drawing has been completed, it, the team is responsible for submitting one municipality for each starting letter for each ball that's drawn that week. And the letters of what is the official municipalities that will be accepted is we're going to base off of wikipedia.org's list of what they have for each state. So um, that's how people can right. find what's, what's going to be accepted. Yeah, and there's no restriction on state, but just that the municipality that you're going to ride to and get a picture of and submit, you know, has to be listed on that page. So before you write out there, make sure you check it. Like, for example, I'll use this one as for example. There's a place that some people might have heard of as a TV show called Lizard Lick Towing. There is a place in North Carolina called Lizard Lick. There is a sign, but it's not a municipality. So uh, accepted. Okay. It's like That's where I'm going. That's what I was trying to say. It's actually a crossroads. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing like that. You want to, you know, official municipality. And since there's six letters, it's up to the team to divide the labor. So to kind of go into detail about that, so there's three of us on air. So Richie, you do two letters. I do two. Rico does two. Done. If somebody can't do it, let's say Rich goes on business travel, then Rich <laughs> not can split the three. Thanks. Rico can't make it. Well, then it's all my part to get all six letters. So yeah. Un- Last time where Rich went on travel, he couldn't ride. It kind of hampered us. So this allows teams that might have a member might have some personal stuff that has to come up. It allows them not to lose the challenge. Yeah, you're right. That was the spark for the idea, but the the incident could be anything, right? It could be family issue, it could be work, you know, it could be anything. You just don't feel well, don't feel like riding. It just kind of it allows the teams to divvy it up. Like you said, and whoever has an opportunity to ride can go out and earn points for the team. You know, you don't have to have, and I think that's the problem last year is everyone had to participate every, every day, essentially, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. way we had it structured. And it, you know, I'll be honest, it, it got old. It really did. So it's on a weekly thing. So you can do it. And the example is for you, Rich, or any of us, if you got two letters, you can get it done in a day. You should be able to do yep. your letters in one day and be done. Yeah, and continue to log miles for bonus, you know, if you want to go that route. Right, and and that's correct. Um, cool. And to get the points, we're going to, you're going to have to post it to the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge social media site, which we are still in the process of figuring out. And we'll have that figured out before the official podcast show. Yeah, and just a reminder, like I said, all those details will be in the other podcasts and also on the website. 
we do have a separate website for it. It's it's simply motorcyclepodcasterschallenge.com uh, where you can get that information. Okay. You want to continue on or you want me to continue on, sir? Well, so I think, let, let's pause for a second here. So Rico didn't get to participate last time. He he got to hear all this from afar. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> so based on what you've heard so far, are you more excited this year than you would have been participating last year on the straight mileage? Well, I was, I, I got a mix back on that one because I would love to do all the mileage because, you know, I enjoy it. But uh, this time it, it's a little, it makes it easier. Like, uh, like, you, like we talked about in previous shows, you know, it just, it got monotonous. So you right. just had to go out and ride and it was just, you know, it was a chore. So this makes it easier, a little bit more fun, makes you get out there and well, know you, your city a little bit, you know, so you have to really figure out, you know, where this, where this place is, where you're living at, you know, whatever alphabet is being pulled. So it's going to be cool. You know, you find new roads and everything. So that's, I know that's the idea, but. Yeah. Find new roads, see something, right? It, it gives you a, a more purposeful destination. It's like, I, okay, I have to get to this point. However you get there, I mean, that's part of the journey. But, you know, instead of just saying, all right, you've got to log at least 25 miles today, or you're not going to get any points. And then you're going to get more points for every 25 after that, that, or at least for me, and I know for John it did, and some of the other participants, it just ended up with a bunch of riding around the city. You know, I get on 485 and just make a circle. And that's fun once or twice, but right, I don't want to do that every night. Right. It got, it got tiring. So, so I, me personally, I'm excited to, to, to find different places to ride to. The social media aspect will be neat. Like John said, you're going to have to get a photo of the municipality sign you your bike you know some other details that we'll get into later but all that will need to be posted to get points so that's that helps with the second uh, second piece of the charter that we had for last year and we'll be there for this year is it's also about um, raising awareness for all of the show participants so you know th- this is not just a big marketing pitch for you know for Ardub studios it's really to rise all the boats in the harbor you know, all the shows that participate should should benefit from the exposure. That's the goal. Right. And, and I think that's a cool idea. And I see that happening. That's our goal. Okay. Um, let's see. We won't talk about the letters too much more. Let's get into the bonus points a little bit, John. You want to talk about the points of the municipality, you want to save that? Um, yeah, we can do that. Just, yeah, high level. You're talking about F, F and G? Yeah. Yeah, go, go for it. For each city or municipality you complete, it's 10 points. For a maximum of 60 points. Um, if you complete all the letters for a week, you'll be given an extra five points. And to continue on is, let's say you miss a letter from the previous week. You have the option in any of the previous weeks to make up that letter, but you're going to get half point and no extra points. So yep. if you only do five, you can make up that letter you missed the following week, but only a half point for that letter. So it kind of gives a way to make up some stuff. Yeah. I like that. It's not a total loss. So like you said, or I don't know if we mentioned it at the top, but you know, we're going to draw six letters each week out of the out of the barrel, if you will. So you'll have an opportunity to, to garner points for each six. And like John said, if you miss any, then you can still go get them the following week. You just get a half points. Before the challenge, weekly, and after the challenge, 
a photo of your odometer of the bike you plan to use before the challenge at the end of each week and at the end. And that's going to be used for the mileage bonus. So Rico wants to ride. Rico can ride. And he can get us all in bonus points. <laughs> all those bonus points. And the bonus points for mileage is going to be not based, not everybody in a, in a bucket. So it's going to be whoever from the team puts out the highest mileage or rides the most miles will be thrown against other teams person that rides the most mileage. And then we're going to give bonus points out based on the number of teams that are in the challenge. Yeah. That'd be determined. And to get the mileage bonus points, you have to complete at least one letter in the challenge. So Rico could go get Cleveland and okay. he could go off and ride 3,000 miles in that week. <laughs> All the power to him. <laughs> Woohoo. That's it, me. He probably will. And, and that's twice. And that kind of comes back to the other thing I think Richie talked about. We didn't want to rip everything out from the old, from last year's challenge. So we keep mileage part of it. But it's not the main focus. Yeah, yeah. It's still. I think it's still important. You know, I think if you're out there riding more, um, then I think there's there's some points for that. So I'm, I'm glad that's still there. We also added a twist of a team flash challenge to allow teams that fall behind after weeks two and three to allow them to catch back up, not surpass the leader, but allow them to get back into the game. Um, I know last year, one podcast pretty much was out in the first week, and they pretty much stopped, Yeah, unfortunately. And that's not what we wanted. So this allows them a way to get back into it. Um, the challenge will have to be completed in 48 hours after being posted. So there's a little time constraint. Yeah, and that and that's another reason for having the the challenge administrator be somebody not in the challenge. So it <laughs> has to be somebody independent. And then we're going to have a listener participant points, bonus points as well. Uh, and we'll get into that more in details in the main show. Yeah. Yeah. And this really helps to solidify the, like we said, the second point of the charter, which is to raise awareness for the show. So one, a couple of points of feedback we got from various people was it would be nice to have a way for listeners of the shows to participate and we're going to have that and like john said but it'll it'll be in the other podcast i think that's cool i know we've got several in our clubhouse that are, are chomping at the bit <laughs> to start logging some miles so it's going to be cool it will be so should be a good time yeah now one thing that you might be thinking about as you're listening to this is okay you have to ride to six municipalities and you get your points that doesn't sound so difficult. So, John, what happens if more than one team rides out and collects all six letters for a given week? Then what happens for the week? So, at the end... Or, I'm sorry, yeah, at the end of the challenge, sorry. We're going to take the municipalities and points based on a familiar board game, tile points, right. to total up the letters of that municipality that you use for that city, and then that will be, you know, fair up the tiebreaker. Okay. So if every, so let's say two teams get, each get the six points, or get the six letters each week plus the bonus points, and if they've tied on mileage as well, and you're still down to a tie, then 
we're going to assign a point value to each letter in the municipalities and break it that way. Correct. And then if there's a tie after that, which could possibly happen, then we will get down to the weekly mileage challenge. Total mileage for the for the the end. The mileage. Yes, I think that will be it. Okay, that's, that's where I come in. So the final, the final, final, final tiebreaker is total mileage. Yeah. Okay. And as John said, this is important. Not using an app this time. We're not doing any crazy tracking. Just you know, up till eight p.m. Eastern time on the Wednesday before we start, you'll need to have a photo of your odometer submitted. And then, you know, you'll need same thing at e- at each week. That deadline will persist. So each Wednesday before eight p.m. Eastern, you need to submit a photo of your odometer to the challenge administrator so they can log the mileage. Yeah, and I am not going to say that the admin's going to sit here, and it's not their responsibility to ping you to get your stuff. So if you don't do it, lesson learned. That's right. We're all big boys and girls. Correct. So. Cool. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be an interesting tiebreaker because, you know, I'm not giving anything away here. I'm sure people can figure out their own strategy, but but this does put a little bit of additional strategy into the challenge because you don't necessarily want to just go pick six municipalities. You want to think about that a little bit. Yep. So that's interesting too. And that can help with the mileage. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. And I thought about since we're not basing the mileage on the week, I mean, you could do whatever. Like, you know, if you go riding, he can get a letter wherever he's at, and he gets a letter for us. And then he's riding wherever. Or you're riding wherever, Rich, so. Yeah, I'm the one that's going to get all the riding, all the miles. Yeah, you are, man. I am. I'm doing it. We'll see. <laughs> Rico's got a few miles to make up. Let's see here, Rico. Let's see here. Um, he's got a lot of pent up riding to do, so I don't, I, I don't do. think I have a, a chance. Let me, th- let me think here, Rico. Let's see. I'm up to, uh, I started the year at 8,000 and I'm almost at 13. So, so you got a few thousand to catch up, my friend. I could do it. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. He says, and I can guarantee you surpass me, but you know, there's some of those rides I want to be with you. So. Yeah, I know. Can't get away on those if you're riding together. <laughs> Depends on where I'm coming from to get there. Yeah. Right. Let's see. I guess the only other thing I want to mention here, and then I'll I'll turn it back to you guys, is just a reminder on the trophy again. So we have a, a perpetual trophy that, that will get the winning team inscribed onto it. So we have the inaugural winner already on there. The trophy will be sent back to us here shortly. And then at the conclusion of this challenge, we'll get it engraved again, and then that trophy will be handed to the winning team of the second challenge. So, you know, we don't have a trophy to hand Loud out. Pipes. Yeah, when it when it ends up in in Loud Pipe's hands, no. <laughs> just know that you know you're not keeping it. You know, you'll get it until the next challenge. You get to hold on to it. Think of it like the Stanley Cup. Hey, Rich, I have a question though. Yes, sir. Where are we going to award this challenge or this trophy? Well, the idea is that we would hand it off. At the Barber Vintage Festival, first weekend in October. That's the idea. But if you can't attend the event, then we have a way of shipping it, and we can do so. Right. Or we'll find some other arrangements of maybe meeting up with the team. Yeah, meet up or something. Now, the other thing, we don't really have anything to talk about now, but we have a couple of 
ideas and a couple people in mind for you know sponsorship and that would help cover some costs of the challenge and also perhaps give us some prizes so that's some stuff we're working on like we said you know check out the other podcast which will go up in a couple of weeks uh, for more detail on that i think that's it anything else from you john no i think you covered it i think i i'm, I'm looking forward to this challenge i think as you said before i thank natalie for helping us review these and coming up with these rules she did help out and come up with some of them and we've thought about this very long time and trying to come up with something that would be fun and i think this is going to be fun yeah so when does this start again june 21st oh, i gotta wait a whole month <laughs> he's like what and, and <laughs> two, months. two months and, and the yeah. point is rico talking about our events at the end of this challenge you and i are going to be riding together in the mountains yeah that's what i can't wait for right there so yeah, we, we got to figure these weeks out. So yeah, I'm excited. I can't, you know, I can't thank John and Natalie enough. I know you guys have put a lot of time together in the back background and we've talked, the three of us have talked about it at length several times, you know, after shows, you know, on Slack and various places. So we've put a lot of thought into it and I, I hope it works out better for everyone this year, both for participants and listeners really think it'll be a, a better challenge and perhaps some prizes. We'll see. It's more about having fun. So we'll see how it works out. Indeed. All right. You turn time. Let's do it. Actually, I have two U turn topics. So I want to do this first one before I forget because it's not in the document. <laughs> And we welcomed a new patron uh, last week, uh, Chris Geis. We mentioned that, and I believe he's still on the live stream. But we didn't give out his eight days a week or his ultimate garage. We didn't do that. So we need to go back and, and talk about uh, what his picks are. So I went into our pinned items, and I have it here. And this is going to be a little different than some of our other lists. But remember, <clears throat> remember Chris is riding a Kawasaki Vulcan S 2016. So that's, that's his first pick. And the second one is a 17 Kawasaki Ninja H2. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't like that, right? R right. <laughs> uh, third is a 2017 Kawasaki, or sorry, 2017 BMW K1600 GTL exclusive. That is a big boy right there. You got to ride one of those, Rico. Oh, I plan on it. Yeah. Got a lot to do when I get there. Also, he's looking for a, 2011 Polaris Genesis I personal watercraft. So someone who likes it on the water. A 2006 Ford GT. Yes, the proper one with a V8. Not that stuff they're selling now. Eco what? That they're not selling because you really can't buy them. It's kind of a sham. Uh, number six is a 1966 Shelby AC Cobra 427. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right. That's a man's car right there. Nice pick. All right. And also, what is number seven? A man Dakar rally truck. Of course, you got to haul your stuff around. And it's plus one. This is an interesting one. FOSMC, the fictive open source motorcycle. You guys know what that is? Have you looked it up? I have no idea. What, what the hell is it? I know. That's, that's a new one for me. I have to look it up. So I thought that was pretty neat. So thanks, Chris, for playing along with our little game. It's a lot of fun. 
let's see what other thing oh we had one more from our isle of man episode with ben so ben's father terry left us some feedback which i thought was pretty cool and he said it was a great interview and if we ever make it over to the tt look him up so we will indeed do that terry so thanks for the feedback so done yep all right anything else you guys have any changes to your eight days a week or is your list status quo that's for me. Status quo. Only thing I got a comment is I'm slowly working on getting an update on the website there, Mr. Warfield. So then anybody on the, out in the world can see what we like. Yeah, I know you've had some stuff to do. I'm I'm contemplating a change, but I'm not going to change it just yet. My project is a 1943 WLC Harley Davidson. However, after we talked with Wyman. And he was talking about how he doesn't like to build or doesn't like to get and restore bikes that are too old because a lot of people then generally don't ride them because the controls are not standard. You know, you end up with, you know, different things that don't follow the convention of modern bikes. Like you might have a timing advance on one side and a throttle on the other and a clutch might be on the opposite side or the clutch might be foot operated. So just different things that you're not used to riding that way. So. I've given pause to my project. I may I may scratch that from the list and look for something a, a little newer. Maybe in the 50s or 60s. <laughs> mm. So that's my thought. Or maybe it would still be a WLC. I would just switch to controls. Just so it would be familiar to ride it. That's all. And I thought about that for a few weeks. I just didn't know. Just know what the replacement is. That's all. I got one for you. An Indian. An Indian? Yep. Gotta have one. You know, real quick, talking about that. Since we took pictures, Rico, did you see that hat that uh, Dave was wearing th- this past weekend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know, right? It's awesome. That was an awesome hat. I was like, great, another one going over to the fold. <laughs> no, he just I'm sure he just has a hat, so don't settle down now. Settle down. And like the boys on the last show, they... Both of them. What's your favorite bike? Indian. I was like, come on, really? Hey. I'm like, that's crazy. They, they wouldn't pull, pull, pull no punches on you. I know. That's awesome. I tried to ask them questions there. Which I was trying to get, you know, you know, I think it was Bryce to come to the Harley side because he's like, well, Rico has, it has the bags and the seat. And I'm like, you do know that Harley has, yeah, I, I don't care. I want the Indian. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's not hearing it. <laughs> he's like it's indian all day i heard that and cameron is looking for an indian dirt bike so they better get on that oh i'm sure it'll come around the corner eventually we had to build him an old one yes i told him you're gonna have to get an old indian if you want one for dirt yep very good all right fellas well i think that's all i've got for this week is there any events you want to talk about john well, we do have in July, as I said earlier. Yeah. Rico and I are going to go to the Homestead Hills Hootenanny 2017 in Boone and going to go down to Robbinsville after one night, down to, a couple nights down to Robbinsville and meet up with uh, some other motor bloggers and probably meet up with the guys from uh, I, uh, the guys from the uh, Amp and Cruiser and maybe Bacon as well. So I also have uh, the Roadhogs ride. May 12th through the 14th, going up to Iron Horse. 
That's your. That's kind of your first big ride when you get here, right? Yep. So can't wait for that. Where's Iron Horse at, Rico? I've yet to look that up. So I guess I'll look it up while we're sitting here. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, John, I almost forgot to mention. Uh, Amp Moto reached out to us through the feedback page. Oh yes. Yeah. So he said, "Great show, guys. Thanks for sharing links to all our channels." And he said it was a fun trip. Hopefully another one will be right around the corner. And he's now a subscriber. So welcome to the show, Aunt Moto. Now, is he, is he, he's not the leader of your Friday night hangouts, is it? Who runs that? Yeah, that's Cruiser. So Amp rides the, rides the uh, V-Rod. The V-Rod, yeah. So, so Cruiser Bruiser runs the Friday night hangouts that you guys do on YouTube. Pretty much. And, and while we're sitting there, uh, and Amp's listening, give him a shout out. He's a probably a, a second dad now. Oh, nice. Wife just had another baby girl. Congratulations. Sweet. So. Now, Mike is asking on the, on the live stream, you have a ride to Boone? Yeah, that's the Hootenanny. We're oh, that's the Hootenanny one. Okay. Uh, we're going up there on the 5th of July. Rico and I are crashing in a hotel. Uh, and then we are heading on the, excuse me, um, on the 6th, we're meeting up in Boone. Which is Thursday night. Bunch of guys are coming down from all over the U.S. and then we're going to head down to uh, Robbinsville on the seventh, right? To stay the seventh, eighth, and check out on the ninth. And I think uh, my idea, of Rico, on the seventh is go down to Blue Ridge Parkway, uh, take the Diamondback down to um marry and then go back up the devil's whip back to the blue ridge love the devil's whip that was a fun wow. road yeah that's awesome i can't wait so yeah there's a there's a group of them unfortunately there's a last month there's a group mini group that went um went riding the devil's whip and one of the guys went in one of the turns and unfortunately slid um he's okay but his bike got wrecked it was totaled it was an older i think an old five harley Hmm. And just what, how I understood it and heard from some of the YouTube videos, uh, he was behind and everybody else was going faster and he was trying to catch up. So, you know, as we always preach here is ride your own ride and ride at your own pace. Don't, don't, right. don't, yeah. don't right. separate your comfort zone. Yeah. If you're not comfortable riding at the pace, then don't feel like you have to maintain. So that's the thing so and you know that's that's what we do you know just know where we've got to stop and the leader should know and slow down and catch uh, let everybody have a stopping point to make sure everybody gets together and that's the key and then um then we'll head do that rico i thought and then head over to robbinsville and then uh on saturday go hook up with cruiser and amp and bacon and and also um another motor blogger that you guys haven't ridden with his NC Stoney and he lives in uh, Archdale. So he rides a uh, 2015 Heritage Classic. So uh, really cool guy. All right. Let's see. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get these. Three, one, two. I'm excited. 12th, July 12th, right? I'm just trying to get the challenge date here in the notes. <laughs> sorry. Natahala. So, yep. Yeah, so that's the next one. That we have mapped out is, of course, the challenge now. Yes. June 21st to July 14th. And I realize I'm typing over you, John. Sorry. Oh, not me, my friend. 
but I'm going to fix this for you because it's not. It's, it's July 12th. July 12th. Okay. I knew I looked at that wrong. And I guess everything else is tentative except for perhaps Barber in the fall. So everything else, we will take it as it comes, right? Yep. That's my plan. All right. Mr. Hogan, last call for you, my friend. Yeah. So to clarify, the Iron Horse Mountain Motorcycle Lodge is in Natahala National Forest in uh, Robertsonville, North Carolina. Oh, I know where you're staying then. We went through there. Yeah. The Iron Horse is the major, it's a popular place there by the tail for the dragon. I'm a big deal. So. <laughs> I'm a big deal. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Anything else, Hogan? No. Kick stands up. Let's do it. Oh, no. I got to give Johnny his last call, and I didn't sign out yet. My bad. Slow your roll. John, anything else? <laughs> Man, no, nope. It's been great hanging out. I think Rico's in a relaxed mood tonight. I think he's got all massaged out, all his stress relief. Oh, got all those knots out. Mm-mm-mm. And Miss Amber must have done wonders on him because he's been awful quiet tonight. Unless I've oh, been yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Magic hands. That's Very all I got. Nice. All right. Well, I've- before we get into the the patrons, I just want to thank everyone for hanging out on the live stream. I know we got a late start tonight, but we're I think we're back on our proper Thursday cadence, which is where we like to be Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. That is the goal, at least, for starting the live stream, and then we get the actual show started by 9:30. That's also the goal. And before we sign out, I'd like to take a minute to thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That's our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Barbershop riders, we have two now, Chuck and Chris. Thanks again. Riders group, Steve, Mike, Micah, Jim, Kenny, and Roger. And we have Darren as the insider. Cloudpipes.net slash donate is the place to be if you're interested in all the perks that we have for our supporters. And like we said, at the top of the page is where the Patreon links are. The one-time link is towards the bottom. Uh, loudpipes.net slash store is where you can get any of the merchandise. Give John something to do over the weekend since he'd be letting his uh, saddle sore <laughs> heal up a little bit. And additional information for this episode, including links, and maybe John can give some images from his trip to the Outer Banks. And those will be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 84. We also have links there to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us on social media. Mr. Hogan. Let's do this, man. Shambilla. Kick stands up. Johnny John. Later. Be safe. All right. <laughs> Take care, everyone. If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. For as little as $1 per month, you'll gain exclusive access to the Loud Pipes after show, The Downshift, as well as other content and sneak peeks available only to our supporters. Even $1 goes a long way, and we truly appreciate your support. Better yet, come ride with us. Step up to $5 a month and receive an invitation to the monthly video hangout and the Riders of Loud Pipes private social network. Hang out in the clubhouse with other riders, chat with us on show topics, and so much more. You want free swag? Select the barbershop level, and we'll send you a free t-shirt and an annual swag bag. Loudpipes.net slash donate.